Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. I'm your co-host, Kieran Lefebvre, joined by Adam Childs. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, Thanks Adam. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Wait, hang on. This is my podcast too. <laughs> sort of. Kieran, it's a pleasure to have you. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Episode 114, we're 114. talking about competition formats and a little uh, typical podcast fashion. Kieran's lost control of his microphone over there. <laughs> uh, in in typical Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast fashion, we'll also be shooting some shit. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I haven't seen Kieran in a long time, but it's like – no, I saw him on like Friday or something. Yeah. <laughs> you see each other so often in the gym. It feels like I haven't seen feels, you forever. Feels, yeah, yeah, it feels like forever. Because um, it's Wednesday and then you weren't in the gym on Monday. You're, in, you're coming back from Melbourne. Uh, and then I wasn't in the gym yesterday and Tuesday because I was editing. A video. A video. Oh, why don't we quickly tell people about that video? Sure, why not? You're so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I figured that's why you weren't in the gym, but mm. – you got It'll be, be old news by the time people listen to this. Mm. Uh, we typically record on a Wednesday for an episode that gets released on a Friday. So uh, this will be a few days old news by the time people listen to this. However, there was John Denneher recently was on the Lex Friedman podcast where he spoke about the DDS breakup, which was, geez, when that was back in now. It's over a year ago. Over a year ago. Yeah. It's like June last year, I think. Yeah. So yeah. then Kieran was like, man, I got to be quick. Oh, and yeah. then he posted quite a good little, I think a six minute video, yeah. five minute, not yeah. a long video, yeah. more or less breaking down that podcast. So if you were like me and didn't want to have to listen to four hours, four, four, yeah, it was a four, <laughs> four hour, a podcast hour podcast of yeah. Lex Friedman and John Denner, yeah. watch Kieran's video on, on yeah. his YouTube channel, which is also where the you see the podcast episodes for now for now. Yeah. Till they're migrated somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, he essentially said, well, you're, you're more educated about me cause you listened <laughs> to those four four hours. No, I just listened. I'm, I haven't even listened to the whole thing. Full disclosure. I just got the the parts that I needed. And then, uh, cause you gotta be quick. I, I got, I got the video linked to me. And <laughs> right then, at the end of the four episodes, Dan Hur's like, JK. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just made, made sure I got all the points. I'm talking about DDS split. Uh, so I got the video sent to me. Um, and then I started taking notes on, on a video immediately and just rewatched and, and got anyway. So basically Dan Hur comes out and breaks his silence on the DDS split. There's been, speculation, rumor mill amongst like all the fanboys out there. And we all pretty much know what happened a couple months after. You're a like, collective, are you? The fan yeah, boys. yeah, I am. I am the fanboys. <laughs> but I mean, people let shit slip. Like it's a big team and people with information will tell someone, will tell someone and then it will be leaked on Reddit or whatever. And so you just don't know, um, unless it comes from one of the members themselves, you, you, you take everything with a grain of salt. But our speculation was correct. The, the split was basically due to um, con- like personal conflict. It was just hundred percent personal conflict, big personalities um, within the team. And Danaher has come out and laid that most of it, if not all of that personal conflict between the two brothers, not uh, the Rodriguez brothers, the um, the Ryan brothers being uh, Nikki and Gordon Ryan. And he was sort of like dancing around it a little bit, but sort of implicating that it was Nikki's fault. I was thinking about making it like clickbaity, the video like, oh, John Danaher blames Nikki. But I'm like, you know, I can't do that because um, it's not really an accurate reflection of the truth. But you, someone, I, I expect someone to do that very shortly um, after the success of my video. Someone's going to make another one and and take it that spin. I, I can guarantee it. Um, but because he was basically saying, you know, Nikki is the little plant underneath the bigger plant, you know, and can't grow underneath the shade of the tree as the saying goes. Um, so Nikki wanted to, to move. And there's also other speculation about the, the origin of that personal conflict between the two brothers. And I mean, it's family related, it gets messy and I don't, I think it moves beyond us being fanboys and just being nosy. You know what I mean? So I don't really care. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing that surprised me is why, I mean, I don't even understand why there was so much effort put into for no one to publicly talk about it, why the DDS quad split up. Like yeah. even the seminar we did with Craig a couple of months ago when it got to the Q&A part, he was like, you can ask any question except for why the DDS 
split up. Yeah. You know, like if it's because two brothers had a falling out and then, you know, uh, or certain personalities didn't get along and they decided to split and go their separate ways, like why did that have to be kept a secret? Like that's no fucking yeah. big deal, man. Like that happens in- I think they're not- being respectful to Nikki. I think what it was is everyone was being respectful to Nikki and, and Gordon. And I think the beef is like real personal family stuff. Um, like I'm just, I'll just go and say it because it, w- it won't take you long to find it. This isn't coming from me, but this is the speculation that they're, some of their um, issue arose from- a disagreement, a financial disagreement over their father's estate because the split came very shortly after after um, their their father passed away, unfortunately. Um, so that's where the, some of the speculation comes from, and that just obviously there would have been contention and, and tension between the two brothers prior to that, and that was like the catalyst that you know brought it forward. I didn't want to mention that in the video because you know it's none of my business, and I think it gets a bit you know. Well, I, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the thing as well. Like it would be, you know, if when they split up they were like, oh, look, you know, a couple of the members, like why didn't they just say something like, oh, a few of the team members have kind of fallen out. And, they did. You know. They did, but that wasn't good enough for the people. You know, when when they first, I, I will like, cast my mind back, when they first split, Danaher made an Instagram post that listed out a whole bunch of things. And of those things, one of them was um, personality. I'm, I believe the wording he used was personality conflicts within the team. I mean, I'm, I've, I've done a lot of videos on this because I farm it for views. Um, you know, no shame there. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I farm the shit out of this. So I've, I've, I've seen most of what is out there in the speculation and they did, but that, wasn't, that just wasn't good enough for people. You know what I mean? And people to this day still believe this was some sort of marketing ploy. I think those people are just, you know, they're just hanging up. They're clutching at straws yeah. now at this point. But um, what I find very interesting though, and I'm, I kind of wish I included this in the video and I might even do a follow-up, but I don't know if I can bring myself to do it because it's kind of like selling your soul to the devil a little bit. You kind of lose credibility. Um, is Here's one for you. Gordon, uh, sorry, Craig Jones recently did a podcast episode, the one that you sent me this morning, which I had seen it. It's um, from The Fight Dietitian. If you don't know The Fight Dietitian, legend, uh, legend in the industry. He had Craig Jones on and Craig mentioned something interesting that at the last ADCC, at ADCC 2022, in his words, that uh, when he saw Danaher, that Danaher sort of gave him the cold shoulder. And it wasn't like they said hello, but, you know, they they didn't get along. Like it wasn't, in, in Craig's words, it wasn't like a, you know, getting along like, like a house on fire because that's exactly the phrase that Danaher used uh, when he described when he ran into the team members. So on Lex Freeman's podcast, Danaher As said- As in Danaher said it yeah. was like- Yeah, that. yeah. And for those that don't know, apparently this is an Australian slash New Zealand saying, it's a good thing. If you say, oh, we get along like a house on fire, that's a positive thing. Like you get along really well yeah, yeah. Is, is what that means. Um, so so wait, so Danaher said that him and the old team <laughs> yes. members did get along. Yes, but Craig, and Craig said, literally, said and it's ironic because they would have been recording the episodes at a very similar time. They got released at a very, very similar time within hours of each other coincidentally and they're directly in conflict with one another like Danaher is on the record saying oh you know I, I still get along with all my team like previous team members it was you know basically saying oh, I had nothing to do with it and Craig is saying well the same thing oh I had nothing to do with it but I don't get along with like it's it's awkward between Danaher and he he, he brushed us off basically which is yeah, right. you know complete contradiction so it's, it's it's i mean again this is just drama and drama yeah, but yeah. it's I mean, it's interesting because these guys are like the best in our sport so people are interested in them you know what i mean they're celebrities like, yeah i mean i've you know met met craig met and trained with craig you know uh, a handful of times throughout the years but i wouldn't say like i don't know him that well yeah right i just you know we, we've met a bunch of times uh but just seems like a normal dude. Yeah. Danaher, I've never met, right? Yeah. So anything yeah, I know about Danaher would just be from what I've seen of him in videos and mm. whatever. Uh, but so I may be wrong. However, he definitely, Danaher definitely strikes me as someone who is not great at social cues and maybe not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit socially awkward and maybe not great at reading emotional cues or I don't know. I could well, be wrong. I could be very wrong. No, I think, I think um, you might be onto something. So he may have thought that it was all, 
you know, happy-go-lucky running into yeah. the team and maybe it wasn't. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. Man, actually, I really don't even care. But, I know you um, <laughs> But, yeah, it's uh, – I find it interesting. You know, def- definitely uh, – yeah, I just kind of don't know why it was so hush-hush yeah. all over the place. Like, I definitely understand not wanting to, you know – give the details to the public as to why the brothers had the falling out. Mm. But, you know, if it is to do with his dad's estate, you know, that's very sad to see. But That's what uh, I've un- heard. I don't un- even know un- it's you know, true. It's, it's not like they would be the first siblings to have a falling out over an yeah. inheritance or yeah. a will. or Like it happens all the time. Yeah, unfortunately. You know? uh, yeah, it's such unfortunately, a sad it thing to like give a shit time. about. You know, you- Particularly you, these guys. Like they're so, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to speculate, but I mean- to, to have a falling out, if it is over money, um, that is, that sucks. But obviously that would only be the re like that, that's not the reason that's like the, the topic of their falling out. You know what I mean? The reasons would be much deeper than that. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, yeah, their money might be just essentially yeah. the, the, the root of it. But, but I mean, fuck if this develops and Craig, shout out to Craig Jones commented on my video. Did yeah, you see so that? Yeah, so that's the thing I wanted to, to quickly mention. So <laughs> there, were, yeah. there were a couple of comments from Craig. One was on a Reddit post linking the the episode with Danaher and Lex yep. where Craig just commented something along I the lines find of, that comment, but yeah. uh, oh, so, so now you want to talk about the split, do you? Something along the lines of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he commented on, your video, because yeah. there were a few other things that Danaher mentioned in the video. Yes. Uh, in the podcast, sorry. The that, gym, the gym one. Right. How like they so, stole the gym or whatever. They took the gym that's from right. him. So in the podcast, yeah. uh, he had said that, so they all decided as a team to go to Puerto Rico, yeah. right? Because yeah. of COVID and everything and not being able to train in New York and, yeah. and whatever. Uh, and then I think that's where things started falling apart. Yes. Because because John said that the living conditions change. You, you yep. know, in New York, you could kind of the big city, whatever, but mm-hmm. they were living conditions changed and people were living together. And so those true. any conflicts got magnified. Yeah. And then the plan was for the DDS to relocate to Austin. Mm. But so according to John, B team got there first and mm-hmm. took the the gym space. The, the way he phrased it and like his sort of like quirkiness about it was, oh, I had the way he was talking about it. I had found this gym and my ex teammates stole it from underneath me. Yeah, that's and the way. And then that's he was like, he was oh, saying. so then we were left without anywhere to train. He literally was, said we were left homeless. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. And he goes, so it was a dark time for me yeah, and Gordon yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever. Anyway, but then. So Craig quickly addressed that commenting on your video. He yes, said- Yes, 100% false. He said, well, you didn't say 100% false. He said, we stole, literally the comment was something along the lines of, we stole the gym from him. False. We didn't like hard training. False. The split was 100% due to personality conflicts. That is it. Which we know. Yeah. We, we, we know all this. It's just like people just love speculation. But yeah. we, we've known this for like over a year. Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. we've known all this. And I think that- I think why the B team and particularly Craig might be a bit pissed off and why he's coming out with these comments now like, oh, now you want to fucking talk about it is because they all made this unspoken perhaps agreement and maybe within their uh, respective camps it was a spoken agreement like, hey, we're just not going to talk about it because it's family issues. Like if, if it is family issues, which it, it is between uh, Nikki and Gordon, why, why would you go spouting it off to, you know, your hundreds of thousands of fans? Yeah, like, that's it's, right. It's, it's, you know, it's airing dirty laundry, regardless of whether they're these athletes, these like superstars in our sport, you're, you're bringing, you're bringing up their like personal shit. And if, if, if it's a teammate, like if Nikki was my teammate, I wouldn't want to be talking about his personal shit. Yeah. Because regardless of which side you fall on, you're either going to be, you know, on Nikki Ryan's side yep. or Gordon Ryan's side. Exactly. So either side that you fall, it doesn't matter. You would, if you were with the B team, you wouldn't want to do that to your friend and teammate Nikki. And, and if likewise. you're a new, new wave, you wouldn't yeah. want to do that to your friend and teammate Gordon. So I, I totally respect where they're coming from. Ironically, I, I say I respect it, yet I've made five videos <laughs> on it. <laughs> like speculating and talking shit. No, you're, <laughs> like, Ironically, yes. But I mean, you're a human piece of trash. I'm, but, I'm a know, piece of shit. I farm, I farm the DDS yeah, reviews. What can I say? Kieran, <laughs> an up, up and coming Andrew Tate. Oh, <laughs> mate, tell me about it. Uh, I don't, I've, I'm so shameless about it. I don't give a fuck. Like I farm the shit out of it. Uh, but like the, I understand 
where they're coming from. I understand why they didn't want to air it. And I think that Craig is, and, and there would be more people that are like, what the fuck, John? Now that he's just decided because he's on the Lex Friedman podcast, um, one of the biggest podcasts in the world, huge platform that he's going to then, you know, tell the world in, in his own words, like break the science, if you will, which is literally the title of my video because literally what he has done. Um, and I think they're kind of like, what the fuck? Now you want to go? Like now you want to you mention all this? Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, man, I don't think we've heard the end of it. I think we're going to see some sort of reply maybe or some sort of something response. Um, but they've been fueling the fire on this flame, if you will, like because Nikki Rod did say some – and. Craig mentioned this in that podcast you linked me, the the one with the fight dietitian that Nicky Rod said some shit. He was talking shit in the lead up to ADCC on another, um, on the Chambers uh, podcast. Um, and I made a video on that, of course. He was he was talking some mad shit about Gordon, which made people think that it was an, an, a Nicky Rod versus Gordon thing. But, you know, our original sort of understanding that it was between the brothers when the brothers went to different teams is pretty fucking obvious. And in, in that video I identified, yeah, this – pretty obvious what this is but yeah you yeah i don't i don't think it took a super genius to figure that out that if the two brothers went separate ways yeah you'd be maybe like, oh, maybe like, like yeah. you know why maybe. aren't why aren't the two brothers staying together and that's what like, i was you know be in like the rumor mill yeah if there was a split at atos and the two rotolo brothers like i know they're twins and gordon and nicky aren't yeah but yeah. you imagine if there was a split and you know the two mendez brothers you're split at you know, art yeah, of the Mendes brothers, yeah, and yeah. the two Mendes brothers go different ways. You would have to assume that there was something, something going on out. there. Yeah, because yeah. you know, like, like family members, you would think are gonna stick, you know, together. stick together. Or like if two best friends even had like some sort of gym together, and then all of a sudden they split, and they're making op- like gyms on opposite sides of the of the the city that they're in, or whatever. Um, but anyway, that's um, this wasn't meant to be a DDS episode. Yeah, we specifically didn't really want to talk that much about because it. Because we know we're going to be out of date. Yeah, By the time this right. releases, Craig Jones is probably going to make a video. Something's going to be happening. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, but why aren't these guys talking about this thing? Well, it's because we're recording this on uh, the Wednesday. Wednesday. Like literally, I think the Lex Freeman podcast episode has been out for less than 24 hours. My video has been out for – yeah, Lex Freeman has been out for 24 hours. My video has been out for like 12 yeah, um, and by so, the time this comes out, there'll be other videos and whatever. Yeah, and people people always copy me. As soon yeah. as like with this DDS thing, I make a video and then someone else will will farm it as well. Like, no shame. Yeah, you're all just a bunch of <laughs> We're losers. all just fucking maggots. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate you all. I will say anything to get you click on my shit. Yeah. Nah, but thanks for watching the video. Yeah. Look at him, I get so much hate as well. Like some dude was like um, – he made a comment on that video and he, and he said something cause I read every comment and it's something along the lines of like video was great, but the commentary wasn't really needed. Like my commentary, but then wouldn't you just go watch the fucking podcast episode? Like I would just be stealing Lex's content. Right. It just didn't make sense. Right, yeah, when you yeah, make yeah. a video like this, the reason I can like air quote, get away with it is cause I'm, I'm adding value to, well, in some people's eyes, I'm adding value by adding the commentary to, to the clips. I'm editing down all the clips like yeah, I, I didn't want to watch through. it for four No, hours. and he repeated himself so long. So that section that I got where I, I narrowed down, I think it was about three and a half, four minutes maybe of Danaher actually talking in that video. He spoke about the Danaher, uh, the DDS split for like 20 minutes, right? But he kept repeating himself and saying shit real slow. So I had to cut it up and I hit it with B-roll and everything like that. So I, I cut it up, right? But if I just took that segment, those segments, and just posted on my channel, that is just stealing Lex's content and trying to make yeah, money off it. That's it's, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fair use. That's silly. That's yeah. copyrighted. So that's why I add B-roll. That's why I cut it. That's why I add commentary because I'm adding value to the conversation, supposedly. Uh, I wonder, I wonder, like, if the I'm just doing a, a real quick scroll on Lex's YouTube if there were any sort of um, – you know, comments addressing it at all. I don't think there was. <laughs> there's, there's not. But it's too, it's too, like, most it's of them are this. Like, someone's right. If you dropped an episode with Danaher every week, I I'd saw watch that. I'd every watch single every one. single one. Yeah, Jeez, I wouldn't. <laughs> five, I five hours of Danaher, you made my day. What? Okay, don't be a hater. But, don't but be, I, but I like, turning into I like a hater, this one. John in his rash guard opposite Lex in his hitman outfit is a joy to behold. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, if you've never seen Lex's podcast, like he's always in a He's always a in a suit. suit it's his suit thing. And a tie. It's yeah, his thing. His he's always thing. in a suit and a tie. Yeah. But on um, – <laughs> oh, some, I do have to give a shout out to this person. I hope they listen to this episode. Um, they, they commented on my video talking about it because I mentioned the whole gym thing because I thought that was pretty juicy. 
uh, how like supposedly Danaher was saying that the B team stole the gym. And um, someone commented, well, Craig Jones obviously didn't have anything to do with it because he always comes second. Uh, that's it, funny. It, yeah, like yeah, something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. So underrated. I, I pinned it. Um, very, very funny. But He yeah, could definitely man. be using that whole thing as, you know, pickup line with these with the chicks. Right? Oh, yeah, always comes second. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't think – like he's married though, but anyway. Craig? Yeah. Craig Jones. Craig Jones is married, yeah. What to yeah. who? I don't. I don't know. He's it's he's very private, but yeah. Jeremy told me. I had no idea. Craig's married. Craig's like, married. No, like, Apparently, that's what Jer- Jeremy told me. Craig Craig Jones is married. His wife's American. That's how he got a, a green card to go to the states. Oh, it all, yeah, it makes sense yeah. now. Yeah, not that he would like. He could get oh, a professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could get a. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Put your head in. But yeah, pretty sure he is. Maybe he's not. Fuck. Ninety nine percent sure that Jeremy told me. Anyway. Uh, yeah, hold, hold not yeah. that I'm surprised. I mean, the, why? It's very why, private though, yeah. clearly. Which, which is ironic because he's like has all those jokes. You know, he's he's like the sex joke guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think that it's a uh, yeah, it is what it is. This is literally the DDS episode now, bro. <laughs> it's a it's a bit unfortunate that we've come this that we've come this far. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we started as we started talking, I was like. It's like we episode one fourteen. We're going to talk about competition formats and blah yeah. blah blah. But you know, briefly, we got to mention this, and we only got a couple of sentences in, and I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> he's ranting." Kieran's ranting. <laughs> Kieran's getting all worked up. Uh, but while we're you know slight segue, I don't know much about Lex Friedman. Mm. Right? Like, I mean, I, I I know he has a very successful podcast. Yeah, Probably, yeah. I would assume. I watch all edu- his, all an his educated stuff, yeah. guess, I would assume he's probably just second to Joe Rogan, right? Not quite. Like he is he'd touted. Be, he'd be up there. He's very, very up there. Like he's touted as having the second biggest podcast in the world um, after Joe Rogan. I'm not sure. I haven't validated that. There are some pretty fucking big podcasts out there, but he's up there. He's in the conversation. He's definitely in the top 50 yeah, right. podcasts in the world. So what is, what's he, I mean, Joe Rogan, right, is yep. someone who before he started his podcast, he was, uh, he was already famous, right? He was a yep. comedian. He had hosted TV shows like uh, Fear Factory or whatever Fear it was Factor. called. Fear Factor. Yep. Uh, you know, UFC commentator and everything. Mm. <laughs> Known for being a, a, a legend. A, a jiu-jitsu fighter and a, yep. <laughs> a legend. Yeah, thank uh, you. And whatever else and take an ivermectin and all that stuff is great. I don't know anything about Lex. Like, was is Lex just a dude who started a podcast, or does he? So he's an AI specialist. He, he's yeah, a scientist. Right. He he specializes in artificial intelligence. Um, he he's very interested in philosophy as well. So he's a very he's an interesting mix. He's not like your stereotypical off the shelf data guy, and he just talks about you know the analytics. He's very into philosophy and human nature and concepts like love. He talks about love a lot, and um, you know the goodness in people and and. Yeah, human nature and sees the beauty in all things, which is a very interesting dichotomy from someone of his background, right? Um, but he, yeah, very well-educated AI specialist who also has a, a keen interest in philosophy and people. And it, it's just a really good mix because he can talk the talk with the science guys, but he can also, you know, come at it from a different perspective, you know, a more human perspective, if you will. And I just, yeah, I really like him. But he, what's his connection to jujitsu? Oh, he's a black belt. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He's a big. I was like, oh, because if he's just an AI, not just, but if he's an AI just scientist, yeah, 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 philosopher, no, I get I'm like, I get you. what's he doing having John Denneher? No, he's a, he's a BJJ black belt. Um, I'm not sure who he was graded under, but I mean, he's been on Joe Rogan like 10 times. He trains with Joe Rogan. He trains with Eddie Bravo. Like he's he's all, he's in that like that crew, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he has jujitsu people on from time to time. He's been on this foray of having heaps of chess people on, which is great because I'm fucking really into chess. Yeah, so, so you you are you following the? I I like chess. I'm. Oh, you want to talk about Hans Neiman? Is that the cheating dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. man. I'm I'm all up to date. Dude, I, <laughs> chess. I mean, I love the idea of chess. I yeah, am, I, I would I would lose to a five year old. I am so bad at chess. So so bad. Yeah, I would like to be good at it. Like I I remember I went down a rabbit hole once of trying to learn a, a bit, but I think it would have been the equivalent of someone being like, I can pick up some jujitsu, yeah, watch like a bunch of YouTube classes, videos yeah. and yeah, yeah, do one, two classes and be like, oh, this is way harder than yeah, I thought right. it would be. Yeah, I'm like, um, so I'm terrible, but I like chess. I obviously know yeah. who um, 
I always forget his name, but Magnus Carlsen. Magnus Carlsen, yeah. Carlsen. World chess champion. Yeah, who's the guy who recently – so there's – I mean, people who don't know anything about chess, there's recently been a dude – what did you say his name was? Hans Niemann. Hans Niemann who has been caught cheating in online yep. online chess. Yep. Right? Maybe not caught, but didn't he admit to it or something, right? Yeah, yeah. But there was – a match where he was against Magnus yep. and didn't Magnus like just yep. instantly like Cup. Yeah. just instantly quit the game or something like that. Oh, that was the second one. So yeah, if, can, can, fuck, this this episode is like definitely not what we wanted, but it's fun. Okay, it so is, Hans, it is little uh, air quotes beyond. Yeah, very much. This is now ch- fucking chess, <laughs> chess <laughs> podcast. So if you don't know anything about this, or maybe you've seen the headlines, because a mate of mine, he he's like was asking me about it because he's seen the headlines, but isn't really interested in chess, but because I've been following it so closely, I'm like literally downloading all this information. And I would say there's probably a lot more people today into chess than there were a year ago prior to the Queen's Gambit. Oh, the Queen's Gambit. Got heaps of people into chess. Yeah, I was into it well and truly before, but like it just, it's so much better now because there's so much more um, viewership. So there's more events and everything. It's great. But here's what's happened. So the Singfield Cup, which is a um, a chess tournament held, uh, annual chess tournament held in St. Louis, which is like the U- United States hub of chess, right? The St. St. Louis Chess Club. And um, at the last minute, a competitor, uh, Richard Rapport, who is one of my favorite chess players, absolutely awesome um, chess player, he wasn't able to make it for whatever reason. He just couldn't go. So they lastminute.com replaced him with Hans Niemann. Hans Niemann is a junior, upcoming junior superstar. He's He was just shy of 2,700 rated, which is very, very high, grandmaster. Uh, he's 19 years old from the United States. And there's been a lot of rumors about this guy previous to this that he was cheating over the board. So there's two different types of chess, right? You have chess online and chess over the board. And the whole thing was like, oh yeah, Hans is cheating online, but he is also cheating over the board, which is very hard to prove. Carlson obviously knows about this. All A whole bunch of other um, super grandmasters that were in the event, like um, Nepo, were, were like not happy that Hans was invited. Because, so just to – because cheating online is obviously relatively easy in the oh, sense it's incredibly that you easy. have like – Incredibly. Know. All you do is you, you just have a chess engine up on your computer and that, that's how they catch a lot of people on websites like chess.com. Um, is the it's called tabbing. So you tab from one off off of the browser, and they they track your clicks because they're using cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can track your clicks, and if you tab off and tab back on, and then perform better, obviously that's a clear indication of cheating. Yeah, but you yeah. can have chess engines on your phone. Yeah, like that's I have right. a chess you could engine have a on my laptop, phone. a second computer. Right yeah, next quite to easily. You. Like I have chess but, engines on my computer. Not not to say that I cheat. I'm just saying I have them for study and and looking at, at chess analysis. Right. And I I might be this might be one of those random things you hear that's wrong or one of those random facts that you make up that isn't it am i correct in saying that chess like at the highest difficulty or whatever of chess ai like like you can't beat it yes yeah, it's, it's like, technically rated 3800 3800 the highest rated human is magnus carlson and he's I believe just shy of 2900 so yeah. he's like uh, 2880 or something rated uh, on the FIDE chess rating, uh, it's basically an, a number. It's not linear. It, it's the higher you get, the, the bigger the difference between the numbers. And in comparison, uh, the best chess AI, Stockfish or um, even uh, AlphaZero, is rated 3,800. Yeah, so, so it's impossible to beat. Yeah, yeah. So no human so, These days, no human can beat a computer. This is not possible. So online, you can quite easily get access to AI or whatever or chess yeah, these, engines yeah, that are far superior engines, yeah. to the opponent you'll be playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no one can beat a computer. But the the thing is that- This is great. I'm loving this episode now. You know way more <laughs> about chess than I was expecting. Oh, I know a lot about this. Dude, I know a lot about this shit. Um, so Fucking anyway. make a video, bro. Get some- nah, Farm that nah, shit. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, it's really- I'm stupid, man. I'm like fucking rated a thousand. I'm, I'm terrible. Um, so- so go on. So so he's been accused of cheating online and over the board. So the, yeah. So he's been accused of cheating. Magnus Carlsen wanted to pull out of the Singfield Cup uh, before he even started playing it, but for whatever reason he didn't. He, in hindsight, he should have just pulled out because is, of Hans. Is Singfield Cup over the board or online? over the board? Okay. This is all over the board. Uh, so anyway, Magnus Carlsen plays the event. First two games, he he's fine. Uh, the third game, he plays Hans. Um, Hans has the black pieces. And for those that don't know, chess at the highest levels is incredibly difficult to win with the black pieces. Like if you beat a, a higher rated player with black, it's incredible. It's like 
Not unheard yeah, of. Why it gets to move first? Yes, and and you might think, but it's just one move, but that changes the the game completely. It's the difference between opening and like attacking and defending. It's yeah, it's a big thing. Just trust me on it. So um, Magnus loses with um, the white pieces, which he was on like a fifty-seven game um, streak, meaning he hadn't lost. He hadn't won every game in fifty-seven, but he hadn't lost in like fifty-seven games in a row at the highest highest level. And then this kid. 19 year old just comes out and beats him in his own words, wasn't even trying at some points, wasn't even focused on the game. So Magnus has strong suspicions that he was cheating. Which is funny because I've seen a lot of videos of Magnus destroy people where it looks like he's not focused or paying Magnus, attention. It's Magnus. Yeah, yeah. So he he pulls out of the tournament. Um, and for those that are interested, it means that the rating loss that he would have suffered from losing to Hans is null and void because all of his tournament results are uh, canceled because you need to play at least 50% of a chess tournament for it to count. Um, that's just a weird rule they have. He pulls out and then the chess world just spins up in this massive buzz that has, and Elon Musk, right? So this is this is the thing that made it mainstream. What happened was a chess streamer um, who goes by the name of Chessbra, because there's two, two chess bras, right? And this chess streamer made some funny comment on a late night stream, something about, oh, I don't even know how you would like uh, cheat, talking about Hans. He must have like, unless he's got some sort of like anal beads or something. That one little comment has yeah. now been spun up like Hans Neiman cheats by anal beats, like, <laughs> like, like, absolutely, like, you, like Super Grandmaster uses sex toy to take down Magnus Carlsen. Like, you can imagine. I was talking before about all the shit that I I spin up for for my clickbait with the DDS. This is like that on a fucking it's, next level. Man, the and chess then, community would be loving all the chess memes and everything that are coming from this. They they do, but they don't. Like the the. It's funny for like someone like me, who's like a fringe observer. I'm super low rated. I think it's fantastic. But for, you know, the super grandmasters and the guys that make a living from this, yeah, they like to find views, but they're kind of getting sick of it because it's dragging on and it's just silly now. Uh, And then Elon Musk retweets it, uh, retweets this clip from uh, the chess bra talking, like saying the anal bead comment. And and then all of a sudden that's when the media like really latched on. It's because Elon's tweet or his retweet, if you will, um, which is hilarious that, you know, someone like Elon gets onto this. And then, you know, which links back to Lex Friedman having all these chess people on recently to talk about it because he's like, okay, like let's get to the bottom of this, what's going on, and, and it's hot right now. Yeah. And, yeah. How how would you cheat over the board? Well, you would you could do it many different ways. You could have some sort of like earpiece and the speculation is that they, they can also have a device. Like you're not allowed to wear a watch, for example, because your watch could help you cheat. But think about what? it like this. How? Think about it like this, right? So say you're wearing a watch yeah. and say you have a device in that watch that has some sort of um, like, not not to bring it back to the anal bees thing, but yeah, it could give you signals via buzzing. If you have someone watching the the the, the chess game, uh, yes, they so. they figure out the chess moves on an engine. Then they send a signal to your watch, which yeah. buzzes in Morse yeah, code Morse or some code sort of code to tell yeah. you what move to play. And the important thing to remember is you don't need every single move. And this is something the super grand masters and all the chess uh, creators have been talking about constantly. Um, is that you don't need every single move. You only need one or two in the key positions yeah, right. at that levels. And you don't even need to know the move. Just know that there is a move and then you will find it. Because computers, when 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 you give a super grandmaster computer, give them a position that may look equal, but you say, hang on a minute, this isn't equal. You have a plus five advantage right here. If you find the one move, they will find it. Like it's, it's you know, we're talking about chess at the absolute highest yeah, level. Yeah, so they just yeah. have to know a move exists and then they'll be like, oh, no way, it's this. So- you, so the anal beads thing is not incorrect. Like, you know, if he essentially had a, yeah, he could have. <laughs> anal bead butt plug that buzzed, you know. Yeah, Magnus yeah. is like, yeah, he, he didn't even look focused. I mean, he looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many memes of like proof proof that Hans and even cheated versus Magnus and they play a clip and then you just, they play like a, a buzzing sound over yeah. the top. <laughs> okay, so- but then there's been something else, right? Like I read, oh, it's been but, heaps. but I read though, the, <laughs> but I read that he admitted to cheating, right? Or okay. something. So now we're confusing. So what happened is he came out at the Singfield cup because they asked him about it. He won another game or something like that. And he had an interview because you only contractually, they have to make, uh, they have to have an interview. Um, if they've drawn or won the game, they have to agree to an interview. That's like in their contract, right? right? So Hans Niemann went on for an interview and he said, I will do the interview, but only if you don't interrupt me and you let me speak. And they're like, okay. And he went on like this 10 minute rant, which is now like the famous interview where he poured his heart out, you know, and said, 
I, I cheated when I was 12 years old and when I was 16 years old um, on chess.com. I was caught for it. I, I apologized. Um, I never cheated in any serious events. I never cheated over the board and I never cheated in cash prize, like any cash tournaments. Mm. So those that don't know, there's cash prizes on chess.com. Uh, the the famous one or the, the most popular is Title Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Grand, only title players can play it. You win $1,000, right? That's cool. Yeah, it's really, you know, it's awesome for them. Uh, it's one of the most entertaining things to watch. I watch... Yeah, anyway, um, so he, he went out and, you know, had this big rant and then the chess community all of a sudden f- turned on Magnus and was like, fuck Magnus, like, why is he trying to destroy this kid's career? You know, he's made some mistakes in the past. All of a sudden, Hans Niemann is like touted to be this, you know, you know, like a, like a superstar almost overnight. Like, you know, everyone was on his side, but he lied in the interview and chess.com came out and released a 72 page report called the Hans Niemann report, which basically outlined all these lies. Like, no- You know a lot about chess. This is great. Dude, I'm telling you. I I don't know who would be listening to this at this point, but if you find this interesting, there's there's so much more. I've watched every single video. Well, I think, I mean, even if you're you're not into chess, I think one, one of the things that you don't have to train for a huge amount of time to be told that oh in Brazil jiu jitsu is often referred to a physical game of chess. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's often you know the, I mean the chess analogy to jiu jitsu that's been around longer than I've been making analogies. For, yeah, and funnily you know? enough, so I think even if you're not into chess, if you're into jiu jitsu, you're yeah. kind of like can at least identify with how the strategy of chess is so it's similar. You know, it's, it's similar. It's, there, there are similarities that you can. I you often draw say from. to students. That jujitsu is kind of like playing chess, but you can each move each other's pieces. Yeah, that's you, a great you still got to be within the rules of a yeah. chess board, but you're each moving each other's pieces, you know? So much more complex. And yeah. funnily enough, one of the most popular chess podcasts, brand new chess podcasts, uh, called C Squared. Um, and the co host of that is a grandmaster, and his name's Christian, and he is into jujitsu. Oh, I'm not sure what belt he is, but. In his of his episodes, he's wearing Mexican ground karate shirts. Oh, is he? So oh, when cool. I jumped onto it, I like, you know, jumped on the comments like, oh shit. And he talked about on his chess podcast, he was talking about ADCC. What are, I'm just going to note. Can you write that down for me? What are they called? C squared. C squared. C squared. Yeah. C squared podcast. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking awesome podcast. So shout out to C squared. If you're into chess, you will absolutely love that um, podcast. And yeah, well, I'm they, into chess. Let's go back. So yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. So the 72 page report. Yeah, so Hans Niemann report from chess.com. So a few, we, we skipped over a few things, but they're not really that uh, interesting or important. Um, so chess.com was like, nah, he's lying. We're going to have a f- official, like that was in their official statement. Like he's lying. And then they come out with this report. So in the report, they say at the start, it's all lawyer speak, a lot of it, but it's, think of it like a, an, a, an actual like university report. It's got references, it's got annexes and everything, right? At the very start of the report, they basically say, we don't have any evidence to support that Hans Niemann cheated over the board. But further on the, in, on the report, they give all this evidence to suggest that they think he's cheating over the board. So on, on the one hand, they made the official lawyer statement, like we don't have any proof, therefore we, we conclude that he's probably not cheating or he's not cheating. And then in the report, here's all the proof. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's really, really silly. It's, it's funny. But the, the most important thing was the whole back to Hans's um, interview, how he said, oh, you know, I never cheated in any cash prize tournaments, only cheated when I was 12 and 16 completely lied. He cheated in um, over a hundred games and they have all of these incidences, the date and how many games he cheated in, including title Tuesday. So including for um, cash prizes. Yeah. Right. So he got caught out lying and he actually um, got caught cheating in a friendly, like a a blitz match, like a three minute blitz is three minutes or five, but everyone plays three minutes um, against uh, Daniel Naroditsky, which is a very, very popular uh, YouTuber, chess streamer and YouTuber. And he got caught cheating in 14 or 14 games that they played that day. And then him and uh, another YouTuber uh, ended up reviewing them and then like being, okay, did he cheat? We don't know. But yeah, that's that's where it's at today. Magnus also has released a statement but yeah, am as well. I, am I- Am I confusing stories? Is there, was it at the St. Louis cup where then Magnus like quit straight away as soon as the game started? No, so that was in a, that was in a follow along tournament that they were both agreed to play in. It was like an online event um, that they both had already um, previously agreed to play in. I believe it was chess 24. So the Magnus play group owns the chess um, online chess uh, company called chess 24, as well as chessable and a couple others in the Magnus play app. Um, And 
it was a chess 24 event. So Magnus has co-ownership of that company. They'd already agreed to play it. The, you know, contracts were signed and the, the, you can't resign a game in the first move on a lot of websites. So he made one move against Hans and then resigned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, he said, and then he said in an official statement that came out um, shortly after that, that he will not be playing. He has strong suspicions that Hans Sneeman uh, has cheated uh, over the board and he knows that he's cheated online in the past and he will not be playing against cheaters. So he's like basically saying that uh, he's, he's worried about what they can do in the future, I think was his yeah, yeah. specific words. And, you know, he, he thinks more shit. needs to be done. So who, who knew that there could be so much scandal in the chess world? Oh, there's heaps. I love it, bro. We haven't even talked about the Delugi thing. So Magnus, Magnus called out um, – this is the latest. Magnus called out in in one of his interviews that he did before his statement at that event that we're talking about, that Chess Twenty Four event, that um, Maxime Delugi, who is who is uh, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So Maxime Delugi <laughs> is a is a grandmaster who got caught cheating as well on Chess.com, right? Uh, and got his account got banned twice, caught cheating in Titled Tuesday, the the cash event. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, and he said that Maxime Delugi. Um, Hans's mentor must be doing a really good job because Maxine Delugi is Hans's mentor in his own words, uh, Hans's mentor, but not his coach anymore. Right, right. Maxine Delugi is from New York and he um, he's a grandmaster that like runs a chess school for kids. And so he like, a, you know, a school program for kids. So that's his main income, right? And he got caught cheating uh, twice on chess.com. He got, uh, he admitted to it via emails and those emails are part of what got leaked. Uh, well, not leaked, but published by chess.com. And now there's a big thing. He's uh, threatening to sue chess.com for leaking confidential emails. And he's saying that he has nothing to do with Hans. And like, this is like a, he's going to sue Magnus as well. And yeah, it's just a, this big thing. Oh man. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's funny. But anyway, if you listen to 20 minutes of chess update. <laughs> no, nah, that was awesome. I found that super, super entertaining, you know, like, because yeah, I don't know. It's different to, you know, talking about, you know, Nikki and Gordon and having family issues and whatever. Like, you know, it'd be yeah, this is a like yeah, this is straight up you know, scandal. And you're talking about people who are at the elite in what they do. Mm. If we take the exact same DDS scenario, but imagine it was something like, oh, you know, it was a split between because there were. A, Let's imagine in some weird parallel universe that people didn't take gear in jujitsu. Just bear with me, bear with me. Imagine, right? Yep, imagine it was considered cheating to take steroids in jujitsu and they tested for it and stuff like mm. the Olympics. Imagine. Yeah. And at, at DDS, there were, you know, some athletes who were cheating and the others who didn't want to and blah, 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 and that's why it fell apart. So that would be something that I'd be like, yeah, this is like entertaining because you're looking at the elite of the sport have conflicts because some people are wanting to cheat and some aren't, mm. you know. That's kind of this chess thing. So even though I'm not, you know, I like the game of chess but I don't follow it, mm. I found that whole 20 minutes really interesting because you're like that is – Man, people cheating at the highest level, mm. I mean, pieces of shit for doing yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah, but totally. it's it's kind of like, holy crap, this shit goes on. But they yeah, I mean, we're well, kind of a bit hard to, a bit of a leap to get there yeah. for jujitsu and steroids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, but imagine that sort of world one day, yeah, you know. Yeah. Maybe. But I mean, like in chess at the highest levels, people have been caught cheating. Like there was this one famous case where this guy hid a mobile phone in the bathroom and kept going to the bathroom and like trying to check chess engines and he got caught red-handed with the phone no on way. a chess engine. Because a, a standard game doesn't have a time limit, does it? No, they do. They all have time limits, but the, so there's different but types there, of chess. Yeah, there's chess that, that like- There's bullet chess, which they'll is- They'll come back the next day, right? And continue the game. Um, yeah, maybe in the chess world championships, like you can have like something like multiple games in, in, in one sort of- um, multiple games against the same person, like the chess world championships, I think it's like 13 games or something. It's the best out of 13 or some, something crazy like that. But the time control, I think that's the longest time control as well. I think both people get three hours. Um, is a standard one. That's the one where they're hitting the clock. Yeah. Right? So all chess, all chess at the highest levels have a chess clock. Like right. otherwise you, you would be there. Like you could take two months to make a move. It would be yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. all chess these days has a clock and different types of, 
different um, time controls require different strategies, different openings, different yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there's bullet chess, which is a minute or super bullet or hyper bullet as they call it, 30 seconds. Then you have blitz, which is three minutes or five minutes. And then you have rapid, which is uh, 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, I think 30 counts as rapid as well. And then your your classic chess, classical chess, as it's referred to, which is all the chess we're talking about, like when we talk Magnus Carlsen, all these yeah. super grandmasters, all, all their rating is based on classical chess. Depends on the the uh, whatever tournament you're in, but you normally get, each player normally gets about 90 minutes plus time control. So meaning every time you make a move, you get an additional five seconds or whatever. Right, right. It's called an interval. And that's really important for time scrambles. And then at the, um, at the I think, the 40th move, I believe, uh, unless I'm confusing it, um, at, at the 40th move, each um, player gets an additional 30 minutes. So it's 90 minutes plus 30 on the 40th move. It might be the 30th. No, I'm pretty sure it's the 40th. See, now you're losing me. Now it's not interesting. Yeah. But the well, those, are the, those, those are the time controls. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we're all talk, we're, when we're talking about this, we're talking about classical chess. But the time control is important when we're talking about how they would cheat. So and a way to stop cheating now is there's no one, no spectators are allowed in the room and there is a time delay of at least 30 minutes and some argue it should be longer on the, the broadcast. Yeah. So if there's no time delay. That's how you get the signals to the, the so butt plug, right? So you can stream snipe. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So someone watch it, is watching the stream. Someone is, you know, operating on a chess engine, figuring out the best moves in the critical positions, sends the buzzing to Hans yeah. Neiman's butt plug and then he gets... <laughs> <laughs> then he gets the move, like, oh, yep, he knows the move, and yeah. uh, in the critical position, and then because he's a, he's still a super grand master, he can he can play it out from from there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, he he is still well, an man. People go to crazy lengths to to cheat. I mean, there was a guy I can't remember his name, but it was in the Olympics, and he was in the, I think it was the decathlon. I don't think it was just fencing. I think it was the mm. fencing portion of the decathlon or whatever. But he had crafted some, I don't know how he did it, but you know how in fencing it, you know, registers the hits. He had somehow modified his saber or, or whatever the yep. correct term is for it, that it would register hits when there wasn't a hit, you know. So he would score points when he shouldn't have scored points, That's right? Crazy. He got caught with that. You know, there's the um, – yeah, people go to crazy complicated lengths. I mean, yeah. God, for those who uh, have been under a rock for the past five years or whenever it came out, like Icarus, the the documentary that was about started as a documentary about, oh, how easy or difficult is it to dope in the cycling world? Yeah, That's how it started. And then it ended up being this unraveled into – you know, how Russia was their whole doping program and how the KGB so were involved yeah, and, yeah. you know, how what the lengths they were going to to cheat at the Olympics and stuff. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Well, it is crazy and that's what people point to that the Russians have been cheating in chess as well but a different sort of way and there's been talks about that for forever. Even Bobby Fischer came out and Russia, accused some some of the Soviets for, from cheating. The, like, uh, you know, going back half a century or whatever, mm. traditionally the Soviets were the the best chess players they in the world, are. correct? They, oh, yeah? they, they still are up there. Like the number two chess, well, not by rating, but so Magnus isn't playing the World Chess Championship. He's decided to step down from it. And uh, the two players that are in that is Nepo and, and Ding Liren. Uh, so a Chinese player and a Russian player. So they still have some of the best players in the world are Russian yeah, right. or from that Soviet block. So the, the ex-USSR uh, block. Um, yeah, they're still some of the best players. And Karparov is is arguably one of the, if not the greatest chess player of all time. He was like ranked number one for 22 years or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're still very dominant in chess. I reckon I could smoke you in a game of checkers though. Checkers? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh man, that was interesting. I... Uh, so, so off topic, but oh, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of parallels between jujitsu and chess mm -hmm. and, you know. But, yeah, imagine yeah. playing chess, you move a piece and your opponent just goes, no, and moves it back. <laughs> that's sometimes jujitsu. Yeah. You get a grip and they're like, no, yeah. and they break the grip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was a little bit – a little bit, completely not what we were supposed to talk about yeah, today. Yeah, our topic got so, to <laughs> uh, So competition formats will be for a future episode. Yeah. But how that started was Kieran recently competed on the weekend in a round-robin tournament. Mm. So um, 
which, uh, spoiler alert, he hated. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we were just going to talk about that, but we'll we'll leave that for another day. This, the you know, the chess portion of the episode is is current and up to date. As we said, <laughs> as we said before, so funny. The, the the DDS split stuff will probably, probably be, be a little date. out yeah. of date in the few days by the time this is recorded and come out. However, there's you know the Lex Friedman podcast is there with John Danaher. If you mm-hmm. if you choose to go listen to it, I want to give a shout out to this C squared C squared chess mm-hmm. podcast because you you said one of the hosts is jiu jitsu practitioner, jiu jitsu yeah. guy, yeah. Uh, often wearing B team stuff. So yeah, it's funny that their their chess podcast sometimes talks about jiu jitsu, and now our jiu jitsu podcast <laughs> yeah, has yeah, spoken yeah. about chess. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny. That's quite cool. So yeah. if you want to learn. And you you listen to their stuff. You oh were yeah, saying. oh yeah, so, it's great. Listen so every, every episode so far. On, on taking Kieran's word for it, if you're into chess, yeah, you'll like it. Go check out their podcast. Uh, but yeah, guys, sorry for the 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 derail, but it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of our thing. No one's listening, yeah. bro. <laughs> we lost everyone, bro. Yeah. But uh, let's be honest. Twenty minute mark, we had a drop off of like. 99%. Nah, it's all right. Only Anthony's listening. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not even Anthony. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. However, if you are still listening, uh, I think next week's episode is a, should be a good one. Got some some changes and some news that we'll be, be talking about in that episode. So um, I'll look forward to going into more detail about that, which if you think back to, there was an episode a while ago we did the sort of um, – what was it called? We did an episode talking about like, you know, what's going on and it was sort yeah. of almost like an update on what we've been up to and stuff sort of episode. It was alluded to, yeah. Yeah, it was alluded to in that episode. So that'll kind of be – that'll be officially out of the bag next week. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm not even going to ask if you enjoyed the episode. We know uh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. But anyway, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. 